0: Hello, everyone. My name is Brendan Maher, That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to Knock Monday on Page Turners They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. I hope that everyone had a wonderful Mother's Day yesterday, celebrating it and celebrating all of the women in our lives who are mothers in many ways mothers, mother figures or any mother of any kind any woman who's had an influence on it I think counts as a mother on Mother's Day so in honor of that we're not going to talk about Mother's Day as it pertains to Star Wars we're going to talk about the women of Star Wars now I was initially thinking that I was going to do an episode about the characters of Star Wars that's such a large topic I needed to narrow it down and then I realized with yesterday being Mother's Day it would be a perfect day to talk about the women in Star Wars and the characters that really resonate with me personally so let's go back to the very beginning with Princess Leia who is the only major female character in the original trilogy and what a character (laughs) Leia was a damsel in distress in the traditional sense of a princess needing rescued but wasn't exactly a wilting violet as they say. She was tough, she was sassy she was quick off the draw with her words and was a blaster (laughs) and Definitely wasn't going to take things sitting down. All she really needed, you know, was to be rescued from the Death Star. But it's quite ironic that as soon as she's out of the cell, she's already barking orders and telling our heroes what to do. And I think it's this element to the character that makes us love her so, so very much. The fact that she is so just full of life. And I think that it just worked so well to make this character more than what she could have been on paper. The damsel in distress, you know, we, we know that archetype. And we know that often they're, you know, the scream queen, where everything causes them to scream and freak out. and need somebody to come along. Now you notice Lamb does not fall into the Scream Queen category. And I think in the entire trilogy, she may scream like (laughs) once. But definitely is not the kind of character that she could have been. And I think that the character is just so full of life, and energy, and just so vibrant and sassy that you can't really help but fall in love with her. And this, I believe, is why Princess Leia has cemented herself as a cornerstone of our popular culture. And things only get more interesting as the trilogy goes along. the love story is very interesting because it's not exactly just as she swoons and falls for Hun's manly charms. She's a bit hesitant with that, and uh, my mom always jokes that that's what she was like. She knew she was in love with my dad, but was in kind of a... pretending like she wasn't. Or at least, you know, that's what she says. (laughs) How true that is, who knows? Now some may wonder, is Leia, being a very, kind of arguably a very feminist character, is Leia showing up wearing a bikini in Return of the Jedi? Is that a step backwards for feminism? I don't think so. Let's keep in mind Jabba the Hutt is a disgusting, big, fat, womanizing slug. He dressed her up like that, I think, as a way of humiliation her humiliation and also just kind of trying to turn her into his his slave and ironically as we know the chain that she's chained him when she ends up strangling him with that very same chain no I do not believe that the slave lay is a step backwards for feminism I believe that it only demonstrates further how awesome this character is, and she's only in it for those scenes. Everything else she wears is very modest by comparison. So I think that, but I think that it's amazing that she gets the last laugh on Jabba the Hutt. So she, as she's our only major female character on the original trilogy we can leave that trilogy behind now let's go to the prequel trilogy now I hate to say it because I don't like to be overly critical of prequels on this podcast Padme who yet again is the only major female character of her trilogy never Resonated for me. Never resonated with me, I should say. And to make it brief, I'll just say the acting and the writing and the directing really robbed the character of I any mean, uh, appeals you might have had to be And don't even get me started on episode two—the fact that she falls for Anakin's uh Anakin's attempts at flirting that would totally not fly today in a uh in our hashtag me too era. So we'll just leave it at that. For that part. But needless to say, Padme never worked for me as a character because I don't think the acting was very good. And so for me it didn't allow me to really get behind the character. let's jump ahead to our next major female character in the Star Wars canon. And that is Ahsoka Tano, introduced in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Ahsoka's introduction was a disaster. In fact, I believe that there are still many fans to this day who hate the character of Ahsoka because the introduction of the character was handled so poorly in the Clone Wars movie and in probably the first few seasons of the Clone Wars but as we progress through this the Clone Wars show Ahsoka becomes more and more interesting in the character and by the end of her story arc a truly beloved character in the Clone Wars She's a character who I very much feel the same way. Didn't work for me at first. As the show progressed, it worked for me really well. And I think that the story arc in Season 5, which is the last that we see of Ahsoka in the Clone Wars show, was a great series because it demonstrated our attachment as fans to Ahsoka. And also demonstrated that the Republic and the Jedi were falling apart. You can see it. That is the tragedy of those last few episodes. To make it short, to make it brief, Ahsoka is accused of a crime she did not commit. The Jedi, in their blindness to the Force, are unable to see that she was not the culprit and they expel her from the Jedi Order and the Republic tries her as a traitor as well when the truth is uncovered the Jedi admit their mistake and invite Ahsoka to rejoin the order Ahsoka refuses Because, I think, one, she's very disheartened that she had been accused. But also, I think, she may have realized in that moment that the Jedi were so blind that she could not return. We know that the Jedi were blinded the ability to comprehend the force or the ability to comprehend the fact that the Sith Lord was right under their very noses because Palpatine was so powerful as to be able to cloud their minds and Ahsoka's expulsion from the order I think is a demonstration of this so it's it's a heartbreaking story arc in season 5 because we see the failure of the Jedi. Let's jump ahead yet again to Rey introduced to the Force Awakens. Rey is my favorite character of the new Star Wars saga so far. Though it's a very close call with Kylo Ren, I must say. I think Rey is a great character full of mystery and depth and layers and in The Force Awakens she has such great chemistry with Finn. In The Last Jedi she has such great chemistry with Kylo Ren. She also has great chemistry with possible father figures more on that around Father's Day on Solo and Luke. And she's brave She's willing to stand up for her friends. She's willing to fight back. She's willing to be bold and do the things which seem impossible. We see it doesn't always work for her her good intentions. Don't always quite pay off, but she has a good heart. It's those things about the character that I find so appealing, that she has a, a big heart, and instead of just being, oh, I can take care of myself, she's willing to allow her friends to help her out, and not so prideful as to think that she can handle everything on her own. Maz Kanata is another female character I really admire from the new saga. underused in The Last Jedi I must admit but speaking of Mother's Day a great mother figure in helping Rey find her purpose in all this it's Maz who sets Rey down the path even though Rey initially rejects it Ray later takes up Luke's lightsaber fulfilling the offer that Maz made to her to take the saber Maz knows that there is a destiny for Ray. Maz also reminds Ray that as dark as things are the light is always there So, Ray is my favorite character from the new saga but Maz I think is a really great female character Rose, I'm hoping that Rose is handled better in the next movie. Don't get me wrong, I like Rose, but I think the writing kinda of let her down in the last genre. Holdo, I'm still mulling over how I think what I think about Admiral Holdo. But Laura Dern, I never I, I'm never gonna be grudged seeing Laura Dern in the movie. And then finally, well, before we come to the final, let's talk really quick about Jin, Urso, and R1. Jin is not one of my favorite characters. I think because she is what I might call a passive protagonist. There's a video on YouTube which describes the difference between Rey and Jin. In that Ray is what we call an active protagonist, and Jin is what we call a passive protagonist. This is not to say that the performance given by Felicity Jones as Jin, her performance is great. I'm not going to take anything away from that. I do think, however, that the character is not as well written as Ray. Ray. Ray is out there actively driving forward her story. In fact, the story, the whole, the whole story, really. Jin, if you watch the movie, is only there, and other people are doing things, and she's just kind of along with the ride. And she's only being used by other people for their own ends. But, I will not say anything bad about Felicity Jones' performance. Because I think she's great. I just don't find the character quite as compelling. And then we come to Solo. Kira, L3, Val. Some great female characters. I would have loved to see more of Val. Mostly because it's Candy Newton. Who I'm a big fan of because she's on Westworld. I feel that the character was killed off early, but I don't think that... If it had been any other actress, I probably would have been okay with it. But because it was Danny Newton. And because she was in a lot of the marketing. Yeah. But regardless, the scenes that we did get in one were great. Kira is a great character, because Kira is mysterious, and I like that. I like the mystery, and I like that she gets to be the one that Spoiler alert, killed Drain of I think she deserved that kill. The guy was was scum. But is a great character, I, who I really like. And, um, you know, Amelia uh, Clark does a great job. L3 is, is, is a wonderful character. Sassy and outspoken and hilarious, I think. And I really hope that in The Rise of Skywalker we get to your land of say. To the Falcon, hello girl. Or to the Navi Computer and we know he's talking to L3. And then we jump finally to Star Wars Rebels. With the characters of Sabine Wren and Harrison Nula, Ahsoka returns to the show and is even better on Rebels than the characters of demon Warren. and has a great, great showdown with Darth Vader in this finale of Season 2, which is probably one of the best Star Wars related things I've ever seen. I put it on par with some of the good stuff we see in the movies. So we get more of Ahsoka and then we get Hera who's a great leader and a great mother figure to the crew of the Ghost and we get Sabine who's full of spunk and is a very keen artist (laughs) and uh, also the character I believe Governor Price, the governor of Lathal, I think is a great character. Getting to see a, a female villain in Star Wars is, is a great addition. So, all in all, the Star Wars sagas has some great female characters who cover a wide range of character types, and attitudes, and personalities. And I'm just so glad that right now, there are so many characters that little girls can dress up as or can pretend to be instead of always being stuck being Leia. Now that world is expanded, and Star Wars Celebration, if you watch some of the footage you'll see lots of little girls dressed as Rey, or dressed as some of the other female characters and that, I think, is great. And so, i just like to use this opportunity to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers and mother figures who are listening. And I am so grateful for these characters in the Star Wars universe. I'd like to give a special shout-out to my aunt, I know who listens quite frequently to my podcast. Happy Mother's Day to you. I know that you are definitely a mother figure to me and my siblings and my cousins and now to my nephews and my niece. So to everyone out there, Happy Mother's Day thank you so much for tuning in to Mind Up Monday On page turnus, they were not my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.